Good morning, pilgrims. Oh, I guess I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, of course, I know where I'm going. Now. Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. 9.17, uh, cold, overcast morning. Uh, yeah, definitely not my favorite cup of tea, but uh, it has been survivable, so... Acido aguantable. <laughs> Funny. Two days ago, I used a little oven to warm up a room. <laughs> they don't. And then here, I used the electric water kettle. <laughs> it kind of uh, turned the place into a sauna. But uh, it helped some. And it was okay. I slept very nice. The, the blanket kept me warm. Anyway. <sighs> I had the place uh, to myself, uh, so kind of nice, but of course, kind of uh, at one point I didn't know what to do with myself, which was interesting. So, watch a little bit of screen time, didn't really have much languages, read a little bit about the Ramayana, the newer version. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a chant, it's a very long chant. And I can't, I couldn't take the older version. So there's a revised one, and it's more like a story format. And uh, that's going to be more manageable. But like I say, yeah, cook my food. So my pack is, my pack is basically uh, very light, you know. This is, uh, you know, either I'll arrive this evening or tomorrow morning in uh, Valencina. But that's just uh, barely any coffee. Uh, I have a pack of noodle, you know, Asian noodle, ramen noodle type deal. But everything else was devour devoured yesterday. Well, I have some walnuts and then some dry plums, a few of those. So, but that's, uh, that's kind of it. <laughs> so I looked yesterday, uh, Basically, I'm going to be looking at a taxi, unless it's uh, prohibitive. You know, taking a taxi to uh, Castel Blanco de los Arroyos, and uh, from there, take a bus to Santiponce. If... <clears throat> yeah, doesn't matter. Or if it's under being Sevilla, then it'll be Sevilla. And from Sevilla, I'll take, uh, I'll take the train to... Uh, <coughs> I'll take the train to uh, Salteras, that's what it's called. Anyway, so, yeah, that's a different morning. It's, uh, wow, yeah, the clouds just uh, <laughs> make the morning a little less friendly. If you know me, you know that, uh, yeah, the cold definitely pushed me inside. I just... Uh, yeah, the physicality of it is quite uh, straightforward, you know, <laughs> quite evident, self-evident, in terms of uh, the kind of uh, possibility and options, and definitely not feeling bad about coming to my last day. I mean, you know, it's not going to rain. I mean, now I'm going to have that kind of cold with the rain. Oh, yeah, that would really be one of the worst case scenario for me. 
So I guess I'm moving, I'm fueled, I have quite a bit of liquid in me, so the, the machine is going to behave. I almost debated about putting shorts on this morning. But then I was like, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine when you start to walk, you know, and it will get a little warmer. However, little that is, is irrelevant, but you will get warmer. <clears throat> anyway. So I sent a thing to, to Pilar to let her know what the plan was. And then uh, she'll be coming around. So basically, between seven or eight ish, be my guess, uh, tonight. That's when they're looking at coming back. And she's with Miguel, a young, a young boy. It's going to be there until Thursday. <coughs> and yeah, I think her boys like to be with her. You know, they're older. Spanish culture definitely is different in terms of the familiar relation. <coughs> And, uh, and actually, I was thinking about uh, even uh, Daniel. So they must have gone to the other albergue, uh, those guys. And, you know, <coughs> and of course, different child, you know, childhood is going to affect you. You know, in my case, it just was not uh, uh, that pleasant of an environment, you know. And you could see it was kind of amazing, actually, you know, how, how adaptable one can be. And, uh, oof, yeah, it's cold. Uh, you know, that I, I was able to, you know, find a way to adapt myself. Well, you have to anyway. And then uh, once you finally broke away, because it's still not easy, you know, to become independent. I mean, my goodness. Uh, I had almost no money, you know. <laughs> What's new, right? <laughs> well, I have, I have a little more cushion right now. We'll see how much longer that's going to last. But uh, just, you know, not placed in the best way. Because you hear about those, you know, this is what I need. This is what's needed in order to emancipate yourself, you know. And until then, you stay home because that's better. And uh, I don't quite agree with that, but I understand it. So, you know, it's like, if I had had a, a happy childhood, I, I could, of course, see, you know, how I would have been spending more time, you know, and want to. Because, you know, the world is kind of harsh and having a place like home, that's kind of a warm and cozy and welcoming environment. Why wouldn't you use that? Why wouldn't you profit from it as much as you could, you know, before you either start your family or you have a you know, significant relationship or, you know, you get a career or whatever it is that really takes you away and then you're ready to take off. <laughs> so, and like I say, it's uh, the, the conditionality of the individual experience are very interesting in terms of what makes sense to an individual, you know, doesn't to another. Anyway, I'm already in the country. It's quite pretty here. I guess it is cold, so... It'll take me a little bit, and more than likely, having shorts on right now might actually <laughs> slow the warming process. <laughs> but uh, feels good. Took my time this morning. Did get my podium place on the Duolingo. I mean, those two guys, my goodness, they are. They took off. 
but I secured my, my place. I kind of uh, made a clear point early in the morning to, to put quite a gap between me and the other person that was too close for my taste. And that person kind of basically was like, okay, <laughs> either you can have it or that's all they were going to do anyway, regardless. And so this morning I did put in quite a bit. Uh, <coughs> and uh, so anyway, planning to also be quite competitive this week. And of course, now it's going to be different because that actually can uh, be part of the structure of the morning. Though I know it's going to change, you know. You thinking, oh, you know, when I don't have that, I'll be able to do more of that. It is really silly. <laughs> uh, to me, it is really silly. Because when things change, then everything's change. And what makes sense from here or the idea of, oh, I would like to be able to get more of that done, but I don't because I have other things to do. And if I don't have those things to do, then I'll be able to do more of that. It doesn't really turn out that way. Then other things come on, you know. And of course, for me, we are entering into winter, so it's going to be a, you know, a, a quite self-centered, uh, introspective time. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I'm still going to put good mileage. I'm pretty sure on the language. Uh, I don't quite see that changing. Anyway, but uh, <coughs> anyway, we'll see. It'll be what it will be. Either way, now for now, going back to Valencina. Seeing Pilar again be nice. Miguel, it's been a while since I've seen him. He was uh, abroad for quite a while. Alestero was in Asia. Oh, actually, he was in Argentina too. Argentina first, and then he went to Asia. Korea, I went to Japan. forgot which other country he visited. So, anyway, but now he's back, and I think he's looking at going to Italy to finish his studies, maybe next year. And those guys have a mother who's basically so happy to support them. She's a very supportive person, you know, Pilar. When somebody wants something, she really... Yeah, she is definitely a mother when it comes to that. Like I used to think, you know, the mother would have liked to have. Anyway, but my mother was perfect for me. It was mine, you know. It's uh, definitely has been a bittersweet relationship, you know. And uh, I feel like I'm quite in peace with it all. It's really... I don't attach much importance, and uh, I choose to believe that there was a reason for this uh, roller coaster of a childhood. You know, the, the, the kind of dysfunction I had in my family, you know, there was a purpose to it. So I choose to believe that. I am not in the belief that things could end up being designed in a way that it's fair and everything gets kind of treated, you know. Uh, I think it's kind of like an institutional belief. You know, this idea of equality, because a human being can come up with it. There would have to be a system that would rule and govern over them to, to force them, which is kind of what society in a way does, you know. But even more so, because it seems like it can do it to a point, and you still, they still have uh, dilemmas. Remember in The Matrix, talked about the, the architect of The Matrix talking about, yeah, we, you know, this is a sixth version, I think, you know, this new one. And, uh, you know, trying to understand, you know, what make 
a human being tick, what makes them behave, and how to kind of, you know, basically manipulate. And uh, <coughs> and I guess I, I don't... I think, in a way, I feel I can talk about that, because I, I had a kind of a rough childhood. And, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. So th there's no going around it, you know, having cancer sucks, break breaking an arm, getting your heart broken all of those things the experience sucks but does it mean it should not happen does it mean it is better to not have it and that's where i don't hmm, i find it hard to put a line in the sand there to say yeah here good here bad i think that's tricky so for me it's kind of like a yeah i'm kind of out i, I can't uh, i can't decide here uh I don't know enough, and uh, I I see in my life, though it has been very hard, you know, to where when I was a young man I wanted to kill myself, because life was hell, it just was like it was pointless. And like I say to me suicide makes sense. I understand why some people want to kill themselves. If you're really that miserable, what would you want to leave? To me, it's actually quite logical, and so. You know, the majority of people who have those traumatic experiences do not kill themselves. Uh, I do believe that it... Uh, I think you have different kind of suicides also nowadays, but I think uh, traditionally, kind of a weird use of the word traditionally, but very, a very small outset of that kind of margin of society would end up carrying out a suicide that most people would want to, but they just were not able to. You know, the will to live was stronger than the the depression, the sadness, whatever you want to call it. And so, you know, they 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 found they keep looking for ways, you know, to to make sense and to survive. And I'm sure, you know, for some people it just never really gets much better, and for some it becomes tolerable. And uh, I think I I consider myself belonging in that weird group to where. You know, it is kind of, there's an element of getting smoother as I'm aging. <laughs> the car driving by. And uh, so, I mean, and, and again, you know, it's, uh, I, I think I'm also maybe surrendering more. So the idea of, uh, I'm not trying to impose the idea of what I think things should be, what I deserve, what would make me happy, what my needs are. It is more in terms of, let's see what comes up. And being more, and in a way, kind of uh, honing more into each moment and making each of those moments more loud than the part of me that uh, is tired, that wants a family you know, the one pillar to love me, the one that job, you know, the one to belong, the one that community. So, you know, that part is there, but it's been deemed. And uh, it is just not that interesting for now. And then the other part is, you know, here here is a part that's walking this morning that's cold. But it's like, that's who I am. And uh, I'm I've done everything that I can. 
You know, I mean, technically, I don't even have to walk. I could get a bus if I wanted to, but I want to walk. So I am doing that which makes sense. I have done all the preparation that could be de de uh, done. Sorry, dealt. Uh, hold on a second. I got to scratch my ear here. And uh, <coughs> and then the rest is like, well, then let's see what ha what else happens. And so, and that's kind of it. And it's like, yeah, all that's irrelevant. I'm going to be walking for about, what, two and a half hours or so. And uh, I'll arrive in Almaden. And then I'll look for a taxi to get me to Castilblanco. <coughs> and then unless the, the price is crazy. And then if it is, then I'll look for... A place I may possibly look for something with heat today. I have to say, uh, <laughs> I think I might, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, and and then it'll be what it'll be, and and then there is a belief that you know there's going to be things that aren't foreseen, that are not controllable, not predictable, and they are not my responsibilities. So to do my part, you know, did I pack properly? Did I get all my stuff, you know? Yes, I got the water, you know. I bought the groceries on Saturday, so I still have a, a banana and two clementine. And then I had the food. So, you know, I am I'm doing, I'm providing my, my piece of the puzzle and I'm wedging it into that bigger picture. But I don't know what the bigger picture is. And I realize I'm not interested in it. Because I choose to believe that there is a reason why that's outside of my scope. So it's like my scope is simple, you know, it feels more and more narrow. But at the same time, it's like, so be it. I really feel like I have way more of a passive role in terms of determining my life path than I thought, or that I wanted to believe, or that I tried to make a reality. And so now it's kind of like, you have to realize that there is there is a lot of other things going on, so le let me make sure that I'm paying attention, you know, to the omens, to what happens to me, that I'm dealing with it appropriately, you know, that I I have a lot of learning moments, you know, meetings, encounters, some of my reaction, looking back, and, you know, so... There, there are my homeworks. It's not a race anymore. I don't need to be there. You know, I don't need to be there to be happy. I'm okay here. You know, here is okay. I'm going to keep moving. You know, it's not the end, but here is okay. And then make each step, you know, count. And again, no rush. It's no fire. So... I think in the last two days I was walking and I was kind of, you know, going at a good click. You know, yesterday, what time did I arrive? Uh, yeah, I arrived in about four hours yesterday. Into the town. <coughs> so, so, again, you know, and then the day before was around the same. So, you know, around 5K. And that, that's a good click. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good pace to move and and so I realized, on one hand, I do want, I like, I like that kind of a walking strong. It, it feels good. It feels right. And on the other, it's like, 
Yeah, but don't do it because you want to go there sooner. Do it because it feels good to walk strong. And uh, it's kind of an interesting nuance. I don't know if it makes sense, but it's like, it's not a means to an end. You know, I'm not walking fast because by walking fast, I get there sooner. Because number one, I don't need to get there sooner. You know, uh, it's one thing like when I was going to Valencia in the spring, when I got drenched and I was cold and the wind was blowing and I had no rain gear. Then I was actually, the mission was, I'm really going to crank it up because I want to get off those wet clothes, you know, I want to get warm. You know, I'm cold and I'm wet. So it's not really an option to stop. <laughs> but yesterday and the day before, uh, that was fine. I had time. So that's that wasn't the reason. It was just uh, yeah, enjoying... Uh, well, I'm wondering if that's, those are pilgrims. I had 10 o'clock... Uh, two? No, there's a dog. Those are local people. But it could be. You know, some people could start around eight, wanting to go to that bigger distance. Anyway. So, <coughs> and like I said, I'm, I make a lot of mistakes. Like, uh, maybe the learning of the languages. Maybe that's why it kind of makes sense with me, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not a bad perfection. You know? It's not about perfection. Oh, they're putting the dog on the leash. But anyway, but this is, uh, you know, coming to the end of this thing here. So, definitely the cold. <laughs> this is a cold morning. Uh, we'll see if my fingers get numb. They are definitely, the extremities are cold. <coughs> Looks like a puppy, actually, that they're taking. Speaking of puppy... Cachorro. That's funny. In Spanish, you say puppy cachorro, and uh, in Brazilian, cachorro is a dog. <laughs> anyway, hold on. Let me let those ladies. I'm gonna go down. Uh, let them go by. <sighs> Buenas. <laughs> so. I uh, I went to the wrong albergue. There was an I guess a previous place which is closed now in town, and so I called, you know, and there were a couple of young girls walking the puppy, very cute little puppy, <laughs> and then as it turned out, they are the daughters of the owners of the albergue where I was going. So they were kind of telling me the number of the house I need to go. As I was on the phone talking to the, I think to the father, and I was like, thank you, and I was like, oh, what a nice puppy. It's like, oh, is that Am I gonna? Is that for dinner? <laughs> and the girl started to, ah, and then kind of smiling and ah, and running away from me, and you know, and I'm I'm pretty sure they were kind of enjoying being scared, but there was an element of being scared. But it was like some people seem to enjoy that; they like to be scared. The whole whole movie culture, you know. And uh, anyway, that was kind of cute. It looks like they were having very, they were having fun, those two little girls. So that puppy here, definitely a puppy too, this one. Though this one is going to become a bigger dog. Very pretty coat of brown and dark brown and black. Anyway, so yeah, if I'm staying in, if I end up staying in Castel Blanco or, uh, 
Almaden de la Plata. I will, uh, I will have it in my room tonight for sure. That's been enough of that cold. Actually, again, and there won't be any heat in uh, in Pilar, and I will be in a basement anyway, which is uh, huge. Uh, but actually, this one will actually more than likely be, be be warmer than the rest of the house, and I've been okay so far. And the living room has a heater, so if I need that, I can just have that one room heated and enjoy that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Enough of the cold, but while I'm walking here, you know, this is nice. I mean, a lot of oaks here. A lot of oaks, oaks. <laughs> anyway, and I have never fixed a handle on my walking sticks. In Monasterio, I could have looked for a bazaar, and then, uh, now I'm going to wait. Uh, and, uh, well, actually, no, this one is a good one. I don't know, one of the pole is really getting worn out on the peg that hit the ground. It's like, it's half of the size of the other one. And it's bent, but they're working, so I'm going to be looking at fixing it. Uh, but then if I can't collapse them rightly, we'll see, I'll figure it out. You know, we're thinking I'm maybe getting rid of them because they are looking a little worse for wear. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. <coughs> and uh, it was a very nice afternoon yesterday. Very, very nice. Uh, beautiful, sunny. The place where I sleep, there was actually, I had the window open for a while and the sun, so I got the afternoon sun beating on a window. So that was nice. That was nice. <coughs> so. Gratitude, well, definitely gratitude for all those places, you know, that have provided a shelter for me. My goodness, how many this year? <laughs> how many different lodging have I been into? You know, this is almost three months, 40 days, 41, 42 days in, uh, in the spring. And that's almost four and a half months of different places to stay. And I think the only time I stopped was in Miyadoiro when I had to have my my teeth fixed and I stayed two nights instead of one night. But the rest, it's been a different home every day. And I'm really used to it, you know. Uh, I think I think it would have been a little more enjoyable yesterday, you know, if I didn't end up being trapped inside the room because of... Uh, Kind of a little warmer environment and uh and wanting to be in a bed anyway so the blanket and the rest of the place was just for me inhabitable because too cold so uh, but still it was fine so like i said uh even though i'm annoyed at times i do really enjoy you know being around with people you know to share space whether you just have a, a look at each other now yeah uh, echar un vistazo, echando un vistazo a uno a otro, o echando un ojo. But, you know, just looking or saying hello, or... But to be around people. So, so many, so many people have been around in this kind of albergue. 
so many amazing places, you know. So the the nature and uh, Vicentina, the well, the Camino Portuguese also it's beautiful. Uh, Fernanda, I'm definitely thinking of actually uh, to go from Sevilla to to Lagos, you know, to make a day to transfer. And that's okay, not living from home in a backpack, but I don't think I'll be redoing this one. I think I'll be redoing the coast in the spring and then going through the Portuguese to actually to see Fernanda once more, you know, to see my uh, my surrogate mother of the Camino. And uh, yeah, I think that's a place that I'd like to stop by. Uh, then after that, I don't think, well, I mean, it could be Raquel to go see her, but no, I don't want to be on a French one because it'd be horrible to go backward on a French Camino in like, uh, it'll be around May, which is basically, I think it's the busiest month. May and September are like the, the busy, busy months of the Camino. And then, uh, so you get like a horde, you know, like hundreds of people every day. And I'm like, no. So... Uh, most likely, we'll do the Norte. Uh, there is actually uh, at least one place I like to go back. There's a guy from Madrid. I didn't make it the last time. I did it in uh, 21 in the fall when I walked backward. But the Norte should be okay. Uh, and if not, I'll just, you know, find a way to cut some portions. I may even cut the, the first part. Uh, yeah. Anyway, either way. Either way. Oh, I could do the Primitivo. Well, that could be one nice. I could do the Primitivo backward again. Because that's, you only have to go to, uh, Meride. Melide. I think it's actually Melide. Maybe it's not Meride. And then, uh, which is about 50k from Santiago. So I could actually even just take the bus. <laughs> do that. Because it is a pretty, it is a very pretty, uh, it's a very pretty Camino. Anyway, but yeah, kind of uh, thinking about uh, my departure, basically. And uh, kind of uh, the idea of India is tickling me pink a little bit. So it's kind of uh, some of the things, you know, talking to Nadine, who's been there. And... Uh, I don't know, it just, uh, yeah. So I'd be curious to see if there's going to be a different momentum, you know. I won't be looking at asking for a one-year visa. I'll just do like a three months, a regular tourist visa. If I do that, I'll do it simply. And then I'll be fine. <laughs> and then I just don't know how I'll get there. So, but uh, I still like the idea of coming out of Spain and crossing uh the Pyrenees, southern France, and then uh, Italy, Greece, and then Turkey. Kind of like it for whatever reason. And that's all going to be walkable, which to me, that's uh, that's interesting. Anyway, so, but for now, like I said, finishing this thing here, so it's going to be the transition, you know, to actually stop walking. So, <laughs> and it has been three months. So, 
and it is not nothing. But then again, you know, I'm going to my dear friend, Pilar, and uh, and I guess we'll see how long she'll have me. I know she's already asked me for my ID staff, so she's already got the ball rolling in terms of, uh, you know, getting that uh, step up into the being recognized in the country and having access to, you know, at least a health care if I had an emergency. And that would most unlikely, I think, possibly get me access to European health care. You know, well, I mean, technically I'm French, but I'm not recognized as far as a social system. I haven't stayed in France long enough. And like I said, I don't see myself staying there. I thought of the, you know, the Abbey in Ligugier, but no, the one in Sarance. Well, that's actually a possibility, the one in Sarance, but uh, I'll have to see about this possible Camino Piemonte, the one that goes across the Pyrenees. But I guess, yeah, there's a possibility to actually go back to Sarance, uh, leaving Spain. So we'll see. I have time. I have time anyway. So, <laughs> on this very well, it doesn't look like uh, it's definitely going to be cloudy so well uh, today. So, <laughs> not that it's going to change much in terms of me walking <laughs> without stopping, but this is not a you know, it's not a big day today. I guess you can see it, it's 13 kilometers. And then uh, we'll see if I end up walking some more uh, after that. Because there's a possibility of walking from uh, Almaden to the entrance, I mean, to the exit of the park that leads you to that 15-kilometer stretch of a road. And then if I can find, that would be, well, that's still 12, that would be uh, about two and a half hours again to actually... Uh, but that's a possibility. Anyway, and then to get a taxi to get me from there to uh, Castel Blanco, and then to get a bus. So that could be a way. I'm kind of thinking about that. So we'll see. I may, I may try to get a hold of Castel Blanco, which I didn't yesterday, and then see <laughs> if a taxi could pick me up from there. Anyway, either way, I'll figure it out when I get to Almaden. Let's see what it feels like, you know. And, uh, well, let's see what else the, the day brings to me. Um, yeah, it's been very low-key last night, so, you know, just uh, tying up loose ends. And uh, let's get to where we're going. <laughs> anyway, guys, love and peace, and we'll talk to you later. So, I'm here in uh, Hostel La Concha. I've been here for a while, being swinged around from one place to the next. It's Monday, so in small town, Monday means a uh, day off for some people. But, well, Almaden de la Plata is not that big, but it's not that small. So you actually have quite a few bars, few restaurants, grocery store. So good size but they had a the ham uh, festival on the weekend 
so maybe more people close today so I'm being sent one place to the next first I wanted to find out about if there were buses you know and they are not so then it was like a taxi then I was sent to a place to get a number then I got to that place I got uh, I got the number and uh, then I was like um, talking to the guy and he was not going to be back for a couple of hours I'm like okay gotta find a place and uh, the it is cloudy so it's not letting up so it's not really warm so that's nice to be outside and I'm kind of like hungry so I'm like well let me find some place to eat something nice and warm you know like uh, patatas bravas you know even like a, a tortilla something simple and uh, there is nothing open <laughs> so I'm eventually let myself in La Concha which is technically not open but they let me in so I can be inside they're gonna open in 20 minutes and uh, and then I'm gonna chill here and then wait for here for the taxi driver to come back and pick me up when he comes back and then I'll find something warm to eat and it was just funny there was a I went to the city hall and the guy was about to send me to a place that the next person was like they're closed today just very interesting just uh, it's not that big of a town just funny sometimes that people talk and they don't really know you know there's not really the information to follow anyway well I'm just gonna like I say chill here and I'll get uh, I'll see what kind of warm food I can get from those guys here and uh, then I'll make my way to Castilblanco and then we'll have to figure it out how to get the bus to Santi Ponce and then walk it was very nice this morning I got to pet a few dogs very nice and uh, yeah nice nature walk but I'm tired I'm definitely ready for this thing to be over so anyway love and peace we'll talk to you later